Hey, thanks so much for clicking on the video discussing Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. Tim the Tapman has some things to say about it and how much time he's going to spend in the game. And very similar to things I've said, we're very different streamers and we're sort of in agreement on skill-based matchmaking as well as Dr. Disrespect. Also some leaks about how it might be adjusted. I'm going to give you a very quick update right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for all of the details. It is a longer stream because it's a live stream channel. So if you like these quick updates and discussions, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. I'm going to end the previous stream. I gave my full review of the campaign from Modern Warfare 2. I'm going to end that stream and bring everybody over from it. We do multiple talk shows a day. If you want to see my review of the campaign, the good and the bad, it's mostly good. Feel free to go check out that VOD. But as I said right here at the beginning, I give you a quick update with all of the goods. This is a Reforge update. The Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking debate continues as Tim the Tapman weighs in and talks about just how long he's probably going to play Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my uploads. So Tim the Tapman indicated that he probably will not play MW2 multiplayer gameplay for more than an afternoon. I said the exact same thing after my experience with the MW2 beta and we're very different streamers. Tim is known for Call of Duty. I will talk about the context of how he's sort of grown and grown accustomed to a certain type of streaming but I do want to also point out some other things from other streamers as well as leaks about a potential overhaul Deserto.com said Dr. Disrespect claimed that Modern Warfare 2 is destined to fail because of this horrific feature and after playing the Modern Warfare 2 beta I did say that I liked everything except for how obvious the skill based matchmaking was turned on it made it almost impossible to enjoy even the big game modes that aren't as competitive like invasion and I just didn't feel like I could ever put up any good stats without being punished there was a leak according to Deserto about an overhaul a leak revealed massive SBMM changes are coming such as bot pools to improve matchmaking for low skilled players fans will be pleased to see the developers potentially overhauling the system but Tim the Tapman is not convinced so what were his recent comments well in an October 23rd stream I'm recording this on the 25th so just two days ago in a YouTube video he went over why he will most likely not be streaming Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer for more than a day or so he actually thinks that peak Call of Duty happened a long time ago he claimed quote the original Modern Warfare 2 with no SBMM was peak COD public matches and I happen to remember that time period and me and my friends teamed up and we won a whole lot of headquarters because you were never really punished for a win streak or doing a good job which is kind of what it feels like now so where does SBMM belong according to Deserto the streamer explains skill based matchmaking should only exist in ranked play and players of all skill levels should be able to match with each other in public matches here's the direct quote I just don't have fun playing quick play in modern warfare the only reason I play is for the camos I'm not going to stream something I don't have fun playing now remember context is key so we want to be fair here and and admit something that tim is admitting as well he said after streaming battle royales for a majority of my career 
that's what I really love streaming. So he is admitting that he doesn't necessarily have the palate or the appetite for the smaller, more stripped down arena size when compared to Battle Royale, but it's still Call of Duty and it would still be, I'm sure, very good for his viewership numbers and channel to be in Modern Warfare 2 quite a bit when it comes out because there's a window of time before Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2.0. So he doesn't seem convinced that it's worth his time because of skill-based matchmaking and how much it hurts the experience. I think generally skill-based matchmaking is well-intended, but there has to be another way forward. It's meant to protect and help players have a good time, but what about players like myself? I'm not a pro. I'm not a hardcore player. I know I can put up good stats. I've been playing Call of Duty since the very first one, and I've been told I underestimate how good I am because I was playing Invasion, and I was either in first, second, or third place on my team virtually every time, and after two or three games, it was miserable. So... I have to admit, maybe I am higher on the skill threshold than most of the player pool, but I'll never go pro, and I don't play in a hardcore way. I'm just having a good time with my friends, and skill-based matchmaking seems to ruin my night after just a couple of games. So, whose experience matters more? You have it turned on to protect players and to help them have a good time, but my good time seems to be on a time limit. It's like, well, you only have so much time that you can enjoy the game. Well, let me know what you think in the comments below. How should they handle this situation? Is this going to drive people away very quickly? Are you encouraged that they might be like bot filling to help out? That might alleviate some of it. As always, be sure to check out Reforge Gaming if you want to interact with me in the live environment. That's where I stream. And click subscribe and the bell button on this video, and I'll see you in the next one. All right, this one this one always gets spicy. This one always gets spicy. The skill-based matchmaking scenario continues to develop into one that is going to I think going to drive people away from the game if it feels the way that it felt in the beta. It is it felt incredibly overturned. <clears throat> sorry, overtuned. It felt incredibly overtuned in the beta to the point that I I didn't even want to play after like the second night <clears throat> um, Call of Duty developer confirms that the franchise always had skill based matchmaking but it's getting better I mean I, I, I personally don't think it was active during those days there's no way there's no way my friends and I put up the stats that we put up and, and it was, it was it, there was no way that skill based matchmaking was firing back then guys thank you so much for coming over to the new stream and thank you for smashing the like button we greatly appreciate it. Remember, if you're listening to this in the background of your day, you're lurking or treating me like a radio show, don't forget, this is our second stream, which means I need a second like from you. Thanks for coming over to the second stream. <clears throat> I kind of agree with Courage about skill-based matchmaking. What's Courage say? What's Uncle Jack say about it? Most of these streamers use VPNs to get into lobbies uh, that are on low-pop servers. Skill-based matchmaking is something they can't get around, so they get mad when they have to face someone on their skill level. I don't think that that's what Tim the Tapman is doing. I don't think that's what Dr. Disrespect is doing, and that's not what I did. Did, like, did you watch any of my gameplay during the Modern Warfare 2 beta? It was terrible. I wasn't... I, I'm not trying to VPN my way out of lobbies of people at my skill level. That's not what I'm trying to do. I played two matches of Invasion, did very well, and then all of a sudden it felt like I was in a sweat box. I, I couldn't move. I took I took 10 steps and was getting melted by re- clearly really hardcore, higher skilled players. 
I had zero problems with skill-based matchmaking in search and prisoner, says Eugene. I wonder if those player pools are just smaller so they couldn't afford to have it turned on that much. It definitely turned on when we grouped up. It definitely, skill-based matchmaking or probably just lobby balancing turned on when we squatted up. It's like, we are going to find a lobby to put you in. It's going to be tough. Skill-based matchmaking only negatively impacted me when I teamed up. Horrible take. Skill-based matchmaking is so strict now, it's objectively bad. It's not just VPN, says Shockwave. That's what I mean. I am not VPNing. I'm not. I don't even consider myself to be that good of a player, and skill-based matchmaking ruined my beta experience. I was having so much fun, and the whole thing quickly turned sour. Like, the first weekend I was having a blast, because nobody knew what in the frick was going on, there was no meta, I don't even think skill-based matchmaking was, 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 was firing that much. The second weekend, it was like they turned the dial up to 11. I, I couldn't do anything. That's the difference between Warzone and multiplayer. Sorry, I don't have enough characters to explain my position. I really don't understand why these developers insist on thrusting skill-based matchmaking on the player population when it seems everyone hates it and wants to go back to what we had years ago. Save skill-based matchmaking for comp. It, there's got to be a background reason for this. There has to be a trend in the player pool that justifies it in their mind. Do you know what I'm saying? We're maybe those of us that are on YouTube and in chats and on subreddits and Twitter and put up decent scores. Maybe we're in the top 25% and we don't even realize it. And the bottom 75 is so big and so dadgum terrible that they have to protect those people. That would be that would be my guess is I know why they're doing it. The question is, why would you continue to do it if it's having a detrimental effect on player experience? Well, the answer is quite simple. We aren't the majority. I'm not a god player. I doubt there's god players hanging out in my chat, but you're good enough, and you end up in the pool of the the high end, and it sucks. It just quickly sucks. Turtle, Immortal Turtle says, when I teamed up with you during the beta, the matches sucked. As soon as I loaded in solo, boom, great match. I feel it punishes you more when you group up. Oh, it definitely punishes you when you group up. Oh my gosh, yes. When we played Prisoner Rescue, as soon as we squatted up, it was terrible. When I played by myself, it was amazing. Wheezy says, new player protection, it's that simple. Activision would rather you be upset so that the majority are happy because at the end of the day, you complain, but you still play. I don't. I don't. But I hear what you're saying, Wheezy. What you're saying, Wheeze, is that the COD players who complain will keep playing. I'm not a COD player. I dabble. Right? I don't know. I think it's significant when you got somebody like Tim the Tapman saying, look, bro, I'll give that game an afternoon and I'm out. And I'm I'm no one of consequence in the YouTube world, but I'm saying the same thing. I told you guys the same thing almost verbatim. I was like, I'll probably play it on Friday, guys, and that'll be it. I won't be able to stomach it. It just quickly turned sour so fast. Now, I I was optimistic that maybe once the player pool was bigger, it wouldn't be as bad. I was like, oh yeah, maybe once the player pool is bigger, it won't be so bad. But I'm still worried. The beta was rough. It was really rough. And it was open. I mean, there had to be tons of people playing. There are two things going on, says Robert. Skill-based matchmaking and matching stacks with stacks. It's a double whammy for sure when you group up, Robert. It's a double whammy. 
What does SBMM mean? SBMM is skill-based matchmaking. It's one of the most complained about things that people say. Did Nadia get caught using aimbot and jumping servers through VPN? It was definitively proved that she used VPN. I don't know how much she's playing COD. I think she jumped to Apex. I, she she got she got shadow banned, and I don't know what she's done since. It seems like she just bumped over to Apex. I feel like the shadow ban probably stuck. If that shadow ban would have gotten reversed, wouldn't she have come back triumphantly and been like, see, I told you she's back on Warzone. Did she get her account back or is she on a new account? I stopped following it. She got her account back. The same one that got shadow banned. Why did nobody cover that? Full Squad Gaming didn't cover it. Jake didn't cover it. Nobody covered that. Why did everybody, why wouldn't anybody cover that? That's big news. If she got everything back. Ideally, they'd have a ranked mode where you face off against those of the same skill and then public matchmaking that throws everyone together. Mason, that's what I've been saying for the longest time. I don't know why they don't do that. I think Call of Shame said they're not going to cover her anymore. I think they realized it was helping her and they got sick of it. Like, they just saw her view count and her sub count go up, so they just got tired of it. It was like, it was clear nothing was going to happen. It was all part of the same event. I think she got her account back like that day. Well, Full Squad Gaming and Jake Lucky said they would they would report on developments and they didn't. Why did everybody go quiet? That doesn't make any sense. Why did everybody simultaneously go quiet about it? I mean, Bad Boy Beeman's still st- making vids about her. So he didn't he didn't he didn't decide to stop, but that's interesting. I have over 2,000 wins, and SBMM is way out of control, says Poisoned Dagger. It ruins the game for my lower-level friends. It honestly is stressful. There are so... Poisoned Dagger, thank you for bringing that up. Guys, if you're enjoying the coverage, I did my Modern Warfare 2 review this morning about the campaign. Now we're talking about Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. Please smash the like button, especially if you came from the first stream. It helps the video. I'd love to see 200 likes. There's so many people here. Make sure and hit subscribe. Let us know what you think in the chat. We played the MW2 beta. We played the campaign. We're planning on playing Spec Ops in the raids. And we're we're definitely looking at like Tim the Tapman and Dr. Disrespect and others saying skill-based matchmaking is going to ruin the game. Tim's like, I'll play the game for an afternoon. And I said virtually the exact same thing. And he's rooted in Call of Duty. And I love covering... I love covering games like this. Vapor says, Nadia did not get her account back. She ended up borrowing and purchasing her friend's accounts to continue making content until she jumped to Apex because she kept getting shadow banned. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I feel like she would, have, she would have run with that. If she legitimately got back the original account that got shadow banned, she would have run with that. She would have been like, look, man, I got it back. They reviewed my account, and I'm in the clear. Yeah, I mean, she's clearly playing Warzone right now. <clears throat> the question is, is it the same account that got shadow banned at Full Squad Gaming Facility? Bleep says that skill-based matchmaking fractures the player base. They used to have that, and one of the pools will appear less active than the other. 
Oh, 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 you're saying having the two different pools fractures the player base. D2 took an interesting tactic by having competitive modes and only active for a small portion of the time, so your player base is fractured only on weekends when ranked modes are active. Eugene says, SBMM is needed to protect teams from teams. Have separate matchmaking pools for full squads and like teams of four. Yeah, here's the issue with that though, right? Here, here's the issue with that, Eugene. Is you can micromanage the player base to the point that it's going to break everything. Like, if no one can squad up without feeling like they're only going to get put against full squads, that's going to slow down matchmaking, is it not? Isn't that going to have a deteriorating effect on matchmaking? Oh, we're a full six stack. It's only putting us against full six stacks. And then people start running fours and fives. And then they start running twos and threes. Like, it's going to have a depreciating return effect because, oh, we're a five, we're a five or a six stack, and it can't find anybody. We're sitting in matchmaking for forever. So then they start shrinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know. I play tactical modes, get the crappy players out of my lobbies. Right. You know You want to know what the problems? This has always existed with the tactical modes, Eugene. People go in there to farm camo because they know they can. It's easier than going into the the, 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 the kill-based modes. We had guys do that all the time in headquarters. They would come in headquarters and they wouldn't freaking help because they were just farming they were just farming the achievements and the kills. Full squad should never play solos. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're going in solo and you're saying like I shouldn't have to play with a bunch of solos who don't know what's going on against a full stack it's such a delicate balance though Eugene because you have to look at the other side of it if every time you squad up in a team based game mode matchmaking takes forever that's going to have that deteriorating effect let's get those likes on the board early chat says rockin hard dude thank you rockin hard dude so many people here could I get 30 more likes if you guys enjoy my content Hit subscribe and say hello. We love to meet new folks on YouTube here at Reforge Gaming. And we also, man, we love to see those likes go up. I love to meet all you coming in, thinking about Modern Warfare 2 coverage. We'll be doing our best to cover it. I'm getting emails about, no, spooky games. I think you should just prioritize squad versus squads, and then you loosen the longer you wait. It's that simple. Yo, it's good, Top Wolf. I mean, I could agree with that, Wheezy. Like, prioritize a six going, like a six stack going up against a six stack. And then if you can't find a six stack, look for a five. Look for a four and a two. Look for a three and a three. Like, ding, 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 ding. And be like, listen, once so many seconds pass, it's anybody, it's, they're going to play against anybody. You, you can't, you can't make a team just sit there and freaking wait for forever just because. Like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, how dare you go into a tactical mode and team up? Welcome to an eternal queue time. You can prioritize it without it being the be-all, end-all. That's right. Just because a team is squatted up doesn't mean they're all skilled. That's the other dilemma, Christina, is even if you go squad v. squad, you could still end up with an, a massively lopsided game. Here's the thing, though. I'm totally fine with lopsided games as long as it's not the norm. This is what I feel like happens, right? 
because I think Christina might be making this point. This is what I feel like happens. I squat up and we have one good game and then the rest of the night we get our butts beat, just demolished. It's like, hey, you guys had a good game. Well, that's your good game for the night. Now you're just going to be a whipping boy. Like, wham, smack. Here's a here's a team that's way better than you. Wham, smack. Like, what? You just you just get flogged the rest of the night. It's like, well, okay. So your your method of protecting people from bad games creates a funnel of bad games for me. So it's like I don't understand. Can't it's it's over to me. It's a flaw and it's overturned. Sounds like a fun. Yeah, if you like being whipped, I mean some people like that, but it, it's to me it's overtuned if that's the experience. You know what I mean? If the experience is is yeah man, yeah a couple good games but <laughs> Welcome to Pound Town. Like you're just pain the rest of the night. I had, I had like a smudge and I can't, I think I got it. For me, the worst part about SBMM is that the more they lean into SBMM, the further you get from good connection lobbies. I've had lobbies where people are just teleporting all over the map, right? Guys, we are nearing 500 viewers. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here. If you're enjoying the show, I want to know what you think about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 SBMM. Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. That's the topic. Hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. Guys, you're making me beg for likes. I know a lot of you came from the first stream. I need you to unlurk for just a second. Help me out here. Smash the like button. We, we legit struggle with our second stream sometimes because we have way too many people and not enough likes. And that disparity is not good. Just arrived. Y'all talking about the matchmaking? Yes, we are, Perfect Cell. You have a special stream for Halloween or a game planned? I think we're going to have to kick the Star Wars watch party, which I don't know if I feel like doing it when we've lost so many so so many members. <laughs> um, I think we're going to have to kick it a week. I don't think doing it this week would make any sense because COD, everyone's going to want to play COD. I think we're going to have to do a community game night with Call of Duty on Friday night. Uh, the Star Wars watch party makes no sense. You know what we should probably do? We should probably do the Star Wars watch party on Saturday night because I think more people would be available for it and it wouldn't be literally on the launch date of COD. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Um, done diddly. Guys, thanks for the likes. Appreciate it. For tactical modes, go for it, because your experience is more tied to the caliber of your team. In Team Deathmatch and similar modes, don't punish me with worse teammates because I put good numbers up last game. Homie, I couldn't even play Invasion. Modern Warfare 2 Invasion. Big map, bots in the game mode. This is supposed to be the the Michael Bay game mode. Just booms and pals and shooties. And I can't move. I can't move, bro. You have skill-based matchmaking so overtuned that I can't play Invasion without it happening and being terrible. Why do the streamers want to play a bunch of noobs all the time? See, I think that's a fundamental misunderstanding of the argument, Okay. I don't want to play noobs all the time. I don't. But I also don't want to play hardcore sweatheads all the time either. There's got to be a happy medium. I played two good matches of Invasion, and then I felt like I was playing nothing but hardcore sweatheads that were way better than me. So now all of a sudden, I'm the noob. 
now I'm the cannon fodder. Now I'm the one that's just feeding some guy's kill feed and I'm not having a good time. Now that doesn't mean that I want to be like, oh, I'm a god. Now let me do that. Let me pound people that are not nearly as good as me, right? That that's never that's never what anybody is asking for. This is what they ask for. Connection-based match matchmaking. That's all they ask for. Let me go into quick play and just do connection-based matchmaking. That's all I want. And you're like, you just want to pound noobs. How in the world is that what you interpret from someone asking for connection-based matchmaking? They're not asking for the inverse of skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, man, I'm like a 9 or a 10 on the skill factor. Please give me a bunch of 1s and 2s to beat on. No. No one ever asks for that. Would you feel differently if you ended up in actually perfectly balanced lobbies every game, sweaty but fair? No. No, because that's not fun either. That's what Destiny always felt like. I'd play one or two rounds of Destiny and get and get a pretty good game, and then it was always it was always 80, 89 to 90, 89 to 90, 199. It was like it was literally you were neck and neck the entire time, and then next kill wins. The problem with that, Zubair, the games become indistinguishable from each other. Did we win or did we lose? I can't really tell. It's just a meat grinder for 20 minutes of kill, die, kill, die, kill, trade, kill, kill, die, die. Like, boom, 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 boom. Even, 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 even. Did we win? Yes. Did we lose? I I can't really tell. The games become indistinguishable from each other. If, If we get blown out, and I know that the next game... It's unlikely for that to happen again because it's purely random chance. It's just quick it's just quick play connection based. Then that blowout is easier to take. But right now, you have a good game and then you have another good game and you're like all pent up. You're like, "Oh, it's coming. It's coming." One or two games, boom, you get blown out. Boom, you get blown out. You're like, "Yep. I'm in a bad bracket now. The rest of the night I have to deal with this." Or you got to get blown out two or three times and then the game feels bad for you and gives you one easy game. Oh yeah, here you go. And then just feed you noobs and, and you mow them all down. Put up good numbers again. Up oh, here we go again. Now I'm getting thrown back into the lava pit. Back into the sauna I go. If it was connection based, you, you'd get blown out and you'd know. You're like, well, it's unlikely that's going to happen again. The odds are in my favor. There's so many players. The odds of one team being that stacked... Really what you do, this is what you do. You do connection-based with lobby balancing. That's what you do. If I can go into quick quick play, and it's connection-based, so everyone's in the same region, and then you lobby balance, well, why would you lobby balance? Well, if you have two guys with career KDs of threes, fives, and sixes, you don't want them all on the same dadgum team, and then you got the guy on my team that's like, I like to shoot, and it's like, oh, great. We're going to have a great time here. So you have to do some form of lobby balancing. I don't think lobby balancing is that big of a deal. It ensures the unlikelihood of a landslide. You don't necessarily want to just throw caution to the wind and be like, well, let's just, who cares if there's blowouts? Like, you want to do something to alleviate the chance of a blowout, but blowouts are still going to happen. But with your approach, you're going to end up with the best player on the losing team 
all the time? Not necessarily, no. I don't I don't I don't think so. Where's the likes? Yeah, Jay Murph is asking you guys, where's the likes? Smash the like button. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing Modern Warfare 2 SBMM, which is Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking. Many people saying it ruined their experience in the beta. Tim the Tapman saying he'll play the game for like an afternoon and he'll go back to Warzone. KD brackets are the answer. So, Creature, the more I was thinking about that, you know, you outlined that on the phone with me last night. The problem with KD brackets is you're just creating a, a, a mid-level ranked and unranked system. Just freaking do ranked. If you're going to do career, if you're going to do brackets based on career KD, then just do ranked. Just do ranked. Just do it. Quit screwing around and do ranked and unranked. Do you know what I'm saying? KD brackets. The problem with KD brackets is once you get in a good bracket, there's not enough of you. And you just have to expand it anyway. It's it's almost like, well, then just do ranked. Like, b- take in more than just, obviously, KD. You got to take in everything. You got to take in win percentages. You got to take in uh, accuracy ratings. Like, you have to have, like, a career snapshot of somebody. I agree with that. I think every game mode anywhere you can go, you should be judged by your rank. And I think your rank has to be based way more on than just, like, career KD. It shouldn't be on career KD. It should be on period of time, like previous 10 games. Right, because that's the thing, Sven. It should level out, and it never does. Right? It should level out. If I have two great games when I sit down for the first time, and then I have two really bad games because I get blown out by really high-skilled players because you overestimated my skill. Well, your first two games were amazing. Well, yeah, you fed me bots. Of course they were amazing. But if, if after 10 games, you sort of say, okay, his average KD is somewhere in here, his win ratio is now 50% because we arbitrarily manipulated his ability to win... Uh, and so we're gonna, th- you know, now we're gonna throw him into matches of people that are in this hemisphere. It should level out, but it never does. It's always a pendulum swing. Is the pop- problem execution or principle? Execution. The principle of skill-based matchmaking is sound. We can't have brand new players getting absolutely dumped on by hardcore players and veteran players. Why? Because you are literally going to drive away your customers if you do that. It's just not going to work. It would be like, imagine if you went to your favorite fast food restaurant and all the people that ate there the most often got the cut in line. That ain't going to work, right? Your new customers are going to have a certain kind of way of feeling about that. Well, I was going to try one of your cheeseburgers, but anybody that comes in with that flashy card of like, oh, yeah, I've, I eat here all the time. They get to cut me in line. I end up waiting twice as long, three times as long for my food. You think I'm going to freaking come back here? No. So you skill-based matchmaking in principle, you can't have your player base inherently cannibalizing itself. Because what happens is, that, you know, people climb, and as they climb, they're just crapping on the, the, the brackets below them. 
that's that's a gross image but you get what i'm saying right like that and then it shoves the people from the bottom out you can't have that nade shot actually did a good video conversation about this ranked play and hex followed it up with that's how cod league contracts should be managed as well performance based is what i recall if you suck get better don't need them holding your hand well, but here's the problem with that attitude, though, Bama fan. They're trying to make money, homie. Every 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 customer, every login is potential money. You can't take that attitude. Sorry. Sorry, Billy. You get better. You know what Billy's going to say? I don't need to get better. I'll go freaking play something else. I'll go buy skins somewhere else. I'll go play somewhere else. I'll go spend microtransactions and mom and dad's credit cards somewhere else. Not even little Billy. Anybody. You know, John's really busy and he doesn't have that much time to play. But when he plays on a Friday night, he doesn't want to get stomped by some G fuel snorting headband wearing no lifer. He doesn't want to fight those guys. And it makes sense. But if all he does is run into them and they're teabagging to their heart's content, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go play something else. It was different when the only game you could really play to this extent on console was Call of Duty. It was the only game that you could really just plug hours away with your buds at. It was it. There wasn't a litany of other free games that you could just go pour hours into. Like, I'll go play Fortnite. I'll go play this. I'll go play that. I'll go play Fall Guys. I'm not going to friggin' play this game. Even Fall Guys has skill-based matchmaking problems. Skill-based matchmaking is good for business. They have figured it out that sweaty matches is the way to go. People think that by doing better, it's going to be better, but for them, the next match is a square one again. Here's the problem. There's layers of problems to it, and somebody named something Dagger, I think Poison Dagger was their name. They brought it up a while ago, and I didn't really flesh this out. There's layers to it. It's not just that you feel like you get punished for playing reasonably well. You can't play with your buddies if they're a good player and you're not. Skaternator with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I really enjoy when my team is destroying the enemy team, but I also do really enjoy the challenge of going up against a good team and losing too. And I think that range of experience is acceptable, but skill-based matchmaking takes above-average players, and I always feel like it puts me into a rut. It's like two or three game minimum it's like a two drink minimum you had your two games for the night that were good with good stats F you for the rest of the night your night's gonna suck welcome to pound town you're never gonna get a single good game again until everything resets tomorrow got my two games time to log out is what I always feel like and then obviously that means I don't go back all that often I just stop playing I stopped playing Fortnite for that reason like I played Fortnite with my brother and his sons. So my nephews and my brother. And we had three or four games where we got into like top five, top two, and then we won one. And you know what happened? The whole game turned on us. The whole game turned on us. We couldn't have a good time anymore. We would we would win our little town. We'd drop and kill bots. They were obviously bots. And we'd be on our way to the next zone and we would get smoked by players that were way better than us. I was on a Smurf account and it took four or five games and it it was over. Fun time was over. Define good game. You put up 
you put up positive stats is a good game you win and you're and you're near you're near or at the top of the leaderboard you put up good stats guys so many people here great turnout for the second stream of the day make sure and smash the like button we need 25 more likes we got to have a good like ratio we're nearing 600 viewers if you've never been here before i am a safer work broadcaster name of the channel's reforge gaming and this is our second talk show i reviewed the campaign in our first stream if you want to see my review of the modern warfare 2 campaign check it out define fun time i mean this is one of the dilemmas of anything pvp because losing isn't fun right but losing is a part of the experience as long as you can enjoy playing in the midst of it right so i can lose i was losing games of invasion but i was still having a good time because i was putting up decent stats so I'm putting up decent stats and it's like okay we lost but I had a good time why I had player volition I could move around I could do things but what skill based matchmaking tends to do is it says oh you had good stats I've had games where I lose think about that I was playing Fortnite with my nephews and we weren't even winning top 5 top 5 second place second place we finally won and they treated us like we were gods. Like, oh, go over here and play with these people. It's like, what do you mean? We we won one game, and the rest of the games we weren't winning. We just played well and lost anyway. Like, I played a couple invasion games in the MW2 beta, and I lost. But my stats were good, and that's all that mattered. They're like, <laughs> who cares that you lost? You put up good stats, and that's a fatal error, my friend. Welcome to Pound Town. Now I'm the one getting pounded into the dirt. I wasn't pounding anybody. I wasn't putting up some montage. You know, I wasn't owning anybody. I was just having a I was just having a good time. I was having a good little run. You should never come out of a game after going 28 and 4 thinking, "Oh crap, what have I done?" <laughs> right. You have this sense of panic. Oh no. I did well. (laughs) It's like you can't celebrate. You can't celebrate having a good game. You're like, oh, that was awesome. Here comes the pain. You know, it's like getting an A on your test and the teacher being like, well, now I expect better from you. What? I'll just get a B next time. No. What did she mean by that? I don't want to hear that. Now I got to do more work? Bleep says, Everyone distills skill-based matchmaking down to rank or KD and non-skill-based matchmaking to connection. With only two data points, you can only really tweak it so much before you settle at 50-50. If we add extra data like win ratio, current streak, good or bad, then there's more of a chance to fine-tune the search. Then in competitive, you can crank up the skill weight and lessen the win ratio weight and reverse that for casual ones. Your criteria for a good game is that you are one of the best players in the lobby. Any system with even a normal distribution of skill is not going to do what you want. If you are always supposed to be at the top of the leaderboard, who are those players that are always supposed to be below you? 
But I didn't even say I had to be at the top of the leaderboard. My first definition when you said define a good game, I said I put up positive stats. There were a couple of invasion games that I was right in the middle of the pack, but I had a good time. I got enough kills to unlock some stuff. I wasn't dying the entire time. I was actually getting kills. I don't need to be at the top of the leaderboard. I need to be able to move around and enjoy myself. And I can't do that when you put me up against the Michael Jordan of Call of Duty. It doesn't work. I can't I can't move around and do anything. It's like I don't need to win and I don't need to be number 1, but I need to be able to move around and get kills. I need to be able to do that. The only way for me to progress and feel any sense of achievement at all is I have to be able to move around the map and get some kills. And when you lopsided so much that I'm playing in servers where I take 10 steps and I am dead and I'm getting spawn trapped and creamed what am I doing? Why am I even playing this? I'll just put the freaking controller down at that point. Doesn't positive stats require doing better than at least half the players? Yeah, and that's... Th- so what? I'm not... Wh- why, why, would I not, why would I not be doing that? Or why would I be punished for doing that? There is a certain point where you have to tell people, even with skill-based matchmaking working and protecting bad players even in those lobbies Zubair there's gonna be people with better stats there's gonna be a top and a bottom there's gonna be a top five and a bottom five it's unavoidable you're just you're just dictating what who who gets into the matches those matches are still gonna distribute across a spectrum of performance so you want every game to be like that and the math doesn't add up now you're putting words in my mouth. I never said I wanted every game to be like that. I quite literally said moments ago that if I know it's connection-based and I get blown out by a team and I know due to the odds and the number of people playing, it's unlikely that I get blown out in the next game. It's easier to take the blowout when you know it's unlikely to happen again. But right now, the blowout becomes the norm because I had two good games and now it's blowout, blowout, blowout. And then eventually it resets me and lets me have a good game again. Connection, pure connection-based matchmaking, there are going to be games where you are the killer and then you're the killed. There will be a spectrum of behavior. No, I've not once said anything in the last 41 minutes to indicate I expect every game to be a victory in me at the top. If that's what you've gathered from what I've said, I'm either speaking through a really bad microphone that's leaving out half of my words, or you were skimming and gleaning. Because I didn't say anything to indicate that's what I was looking for. I said multiple times that in a pure connection-based environment, it's easier to take the blowouts because you know the mathematical probability of that happening back-to-back is unlikely. You're going to get blown out sometimes. That's just going to happen. You're going to lose. It's easier to take the loss when you feel it was an emergent, dynamic, sort of organic thing that just happened than, yeah, skill-based matchmaking decided my fate. It threw me into a freaking server full of sweatheads and I got creamed. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if it's pure chance, then it's easier to accept. It's like, well, I mean, it's connection-based. We just got unlucky. But when you know skill-based matchmaking is doing it, you're like, gee, many freaking Christmas. Of course we lost. You you put a bunch of potatoes on my team and I had to play against these guys. They're all wearing headbands and they're, you know, 
they're they're tweaking out like ninja like they're going to town here's the thing I'll make an analogy to my daughter's soccer league so I assistant coaches I assist, I was assistant coach on my daughter's soccer team this year and it's just a pickup league so it's just random kids get thrown on a team right and our team was kind of rough in the beginning we lost our first three games and then something happened all of a sudden we the, the third loss was against a super tough team and I swear to you it carved our girls out of stone and from that point on our girls won every game all the way to the final we went through single elim- elimination we won our first game in that won the semifinal and went all the way to the final by the way we won our semifinal with no subs that was amazing why it just emerged from a random group of girls coming together and owning it, learning, adapting, and improving. It was awesome. You know the team we lost to? They were some pre-made team that has played in tons of leagues together, and they came to a pickup league, and they didn't lose a single game. I was unimpressed by their performance and had no respect for them after I learned that. I was like, okay. Good for you. You, you, you came to a pickup league, you stacked up, and you won every game. Wow. Talk about being weak. So, if I'm on a team of just random people, and we win some, and we lose some, that's to be expected. And when we scrounge together and get those victories, those victories are sweet. Why? because everybody else is doing the same thing but when you start grouping people together according to skill and you're like hey what if they would have done that what if my girls would have won a couple of games in a row and they'd have been like oh you gotta come over here and play these teams now these teams are all pre-built and really good it'd have been terrible it'd have been demoralizing congratulations girls you rose to the occasion bunch of random people you came together and you 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 did it you won and your reward is being punished by playing against a bunch of pre-made teams so that's what it feels like it's like i'm out here playing with randy's and we're doing a good job and then we get treated like we did something wrong and you're making me play against all these it seems like, it feels like some pre-made sweatband wearing team that just runs me over into the dirt cool man (laughs) wow like when I learned that about the other team, I was like, well no wonder they won every game imagine, imagine some NFL team doing that like sneaking into some pickup football league and then high-fiving at the end. Yeah, we won every game. Who the frick cares? You, you pre-made pro team coming down here and doing that? That's 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 lame. That's unsportsmanlike. That's what it feels like to the player. It feels like I'm jumping in and the rules are being broken. It we're here randomly just tossing ourselves into a funnel of players hoping for the best and in a game like invasion you know maybe i bring a couple of my buddies with me you know maybe i bring a couple buddies with me not many you know what four people in a game full of 20 <laughs> it's like wow man we did it we had a we had a good game 
that's pure connection base for you they were in your region and just joined your league but here's the thing Eugene they can't do that in quick play many people many people say I just want connection based in quick play so those people can't come in and do that in quick play they can't group up and if I group up with my buddies you know what I'm signing up for I'm signing up for the chance we might run into a sweaty group and in a game like Invasion, one group of four, they're, if they're really, really good, if it's literally pros, then sure they could sway, they could they could they could sway the scoreboard for sure. But again, in in, in certain modes, this is going to become more obvious. Eugene, if you go into Search and Destroy or Prisoner Rescue and you're by yourself and you run into a stack, well, that's ridiculous. But then if you stack up and you go into those modes, you know what you're signing up for. And I actually think that's way more reasonable. To a certain extent, my frustration with Prisoner Rescue, while it's valid at one level, it's invalid at another level. I shouldn't be going into Prisoner Rescue and expecting a a casual uh, a casual thing. Like, a, a casual experience, right? Uh, yeah, I'll just report him for ban evasion. Gee, many Christmas. Um, I mean, we have a contact at YouTube we could reach out to if you want to keep keep it up. Like, we've <laughs> we had a similar problem on another on another platform, and uh, IP bans are a thing. Gears of War did that, where if you were in a team of three, you were most likely going to get matched with other teams. It could be a full squad or no, but they would try to find a match against another team. That's like that's my point. I'm not saying pure connection based all of the time. There needs to be a point where you say, "Hey, yes, connection based. Yeah, but if you're grouped up, we're going to try to find other groups in your region." I think that's totally reasonable. I also think it's totally reasonable for somebody to give me pushback and say, "Listen, Lono, if you're going to come and search and destroy your prisoner rescue, you should be expecting it to be a little sweaty, bro. Those are the tactical modes. <laughs> of course, people are going to squad up and they're going to be on the mic and they're like, "Short C, short C. He's pushing short C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right there." Like that's how they're going to play. But if I go into a game mode like Invasion, I should have literally zero concern about skill-based matchmaking it shouldn't even be a factor it's 20 v 20 and there's bots on the map what the frick are you doing why why are you doing that anybody that looked at the stats of my nephews and myself in fortnite should have known why were why did you suddenly put them in this bracket a player what the f look at their look at their career stats What's the fantasy system? In a world where 20 million people are playing the game, the skill measurement's very accurate. Forget practicality. I think you have to have tier levels where you know certain things are going to get worse as you go up, Zubair. So quick play. I know what I'm signing up for, man. Wild Wild West is just nothing but solo players. Quick play is nothing but solo players. Connection-based, who knows? I might run into... An absolute pro. I might run into somebody who literally has the aim of a potato. D- d- pure, pure chance. Then, if I group up, there's rules that start to apply. There's rules that start to apply. You're you're going into invasion. That's fine. That's a more casual mode. But hey, you're grouped up. 
and we're going to try to find groups in your region. I still think you have the starting place of connection. Connection-based, and then you go up from there. So groups, you know, groups would start to apply rules, right? And then you would go up from there, and you would go into the more stripped-down tactical modes. You just have to know it's going to get more sweaty. If you're if you're taking six people into a six-man tactical mode, it's going to try to find another six stack. So prepare to sweat. And you know what's great about that spectrum? Is I can decide which I'm in the mood for. I can decide which I'm in the mood for. Well, I I don't I don't feel like sweating tonight, guys. Can we can we just go play invasion? I don't feel like dealing with groups tonight. I'm just trying to grind some camo. I've only got about an hour to play. I'm gonna jump into quick play. The problem with skill-based matchmaking is it creates one dissonant tone it's like that one sharp key on the piano all night it's like yeah you did well (laughs) this is what's gonna happen it happens in the tactical modes it happens in the casual modes it happens in quick play it's like you can't get away from it what and keep in mind what I'm describing would still lead to losses you you would still lose in my system what I'm describing you would still have games where you just get blown out your team just sucked it up and didn't do a good job as a practical matter the thing holding the system back is poor skill rating could the current system work with perfect skill rating you'll notice that my system made no mention of skill rating I didn't say anything about skill rating the system that I outlined said nothing about skill. It was quick play, then it was if you group up, then it was the trend and the propensity in tactical modes. You take six people into a tactical mode, you're going to run into another six stack in a tactical mode. That game's going to be sweaty. Maybe it not. It might not be. Sometimes you run into a six stack, and they're terrible. Again, I never said anything about skill. I think the main issue typically is groups versus solos. I I just, I don't know how you add an ad hoc skill measurement that works effectively because it, I've, I've, I've experienced this in destiny in Fortnite, and in call of duty, three totally different games. And it's the same experience every time. It's a giant pendulum swing. It's a giant pendulum swing. It was always the same thing in Destiny. Three good games, and then it turned bad. Fortnite, same thing. Two or three good games, and then it turned sour. And then the last time we played the MW2 beta on a Friday night, it felt the exact same way. (laughs) Couple of games where I had nice stats, and then everything turned sour. I, I, you know. I assume skill came with sweaty. Well, typically, I was just mainly saying in establishing Zubair, there's a propensity to it being sweaty, competitive, and close, like the score would be close, if it's a 6v6. It's not a guarantee. Like I said, I could stack up with you guys, go in 6v6, face a 6 stack, and they could be awful. Or they could be gods. Like, generally, our experience with skill-based matchmaking in Prisoner Rescue, it was rough. 
we didn't score a single point. We played, what we play, three games and we scored f- 50 points is like, what, one round? I think that's one round by killing them all. No prisoner uh, rescues. We played three or four games and scored 50 points the whole time. We After that, that was all we did. That was all we did. See, because, and, and, and it's supposed to, that's not supposed to happen in a skill-based matchmaking world. That's not supposed to happen. We're, we're not supposed to have that experience. We're, we're, we're supposed to be able to, to play people at our skill level. That, that's not happening when we lose that many games in a row and score almost no points. We're either really bad and the game made a mistake <laughs> or it's overtuned and we got completely mismatched. Yeah, we ran into cheaters, but that was like one game. No one wants potatoes on their team or other teams in the attack modes. It's not fun. Right. And listen, a lot of the fine-tuning of this might only really need to happen in the tactical modes. I just don't I just don't think it's necessary in game modes like Invasion. Like I'm willing to bet I'm willing to bet if you go look at the games where I played well in Invasion, I'm willing to bet that it was not a stomp fest and it's a, it was a, probably a very evenly distributed KD in the server. Because remember when we did that? I, I was like, clearly that was a stacked game and we went and looked at the scoreboard and I had 16 people on my team that went negative and their team had like 14 people that went positive. It was completely lopsided, right? Well, it was obvious when we looked at it. It was like, you completely sandbagged me. You, you, I had a couple of good games and you put all the bad players on my team and it was obvious why we lost. We, everybody played terribly. When the games where I'm winning, maybe I'm just biased, but I feel like when I look at the scoreboard, it's not a landslide. It's like, oh, that was a pretty good game. I was at the top. I had, a, I had a fun time. If maybe that's the other ticket, Zubair. Maybe skill-based matchmaking should be way less likely to fire if they say, hey, you just won two games in a row. And instead of analyzing my individual performance alongside of a simple W, it should be, well, what was your performance and what was the result of the game? Was it a close game? Okay, well, that shouldn't have as much weight. Was it a landslide? Okay, well, let's analyze here. You've got three or four games in a row. You're dropping 6KD, and every game's a landslide. It might be time to bump you up into a different bracket. Again, don't don't just randomly throw me into a hard game. Have it more fine-tuned so it's like there's more criteria than just good KD and two two wins in a row. That can, that That seems to be the criteria is good positive stats and a couple of wins and then the, all, all hell breaks loose and everything's terrible and you don't feel like playing you feel like it's a lost cause I don't think skill based matchmaking needs to go away I think there needs to be a place you can go in the game and just F around and have fun right because 
there's something about being out in the wild. I'll, I'll take it back to my, my daughter's soccer experience. There were a couple of teams that we beat, and they had some killer players. And it was really fun to have the girls adapt to that. It's like, you gotta shut that girl down. She is their, she's their all-star. If she gets past the defense, she's gonna score. Because she knows exactly how to move to the goalie and kick it to a corner. And there ain't no way some little three-foot-sized nine-year-old is going to be able to, like, dive and block it, right? And that was really fun, right? You just, it's it's random pickup teams, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, that, keep an eye on her. She's a, she's a killer. In a, in a purely connection-based mode, you're going to run into players like that. You're like, my gosh, that guy's really good. But guess what? His whole team isn't at that level. So there's other engagements. There's other fights. Yeah, but go back to when all that was happening. Exactly. There needs to be more specific parameters uh, to determine how you get you, you get jumped into lobbies. I'm just I'm analyzing. I'm analyzing the theory. Yeah, theory tracks. Off topic, you gonna play Bane? No, I'm not gonna play that game. It's the rat experiment, says Carino. Uh, when a big rat and a small rat play, the big rat will let the small rat win three times out of ten so it doesn't stop playing skill-based matchmaking. Right. Right. Well, and and one of, one of my main frustrations with skill-based matchmaking is it's absolutely corrosive to community it's it's absolutely corrosive to community we had one game where the other team's top player had a higher KD than our whole team well sure Eugene says if you never surpass the threshold you're always in the kiddie pool if you determine a threshold once you surpass that threshold you're in the general pool right so What's uh? Let's like take a look at the, yeah. YouTube's doing that weird thing where it's like they blessed us for exactly one hour and then they they kicked us right down the stairs. We need 400 likes. I don't think it's the likes. I think it's something that they do with the second stream. They did it again. So you guys that are still here, thanks for being here. You're awesome. Make sure you have press the like button if you're enjoying the show. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to chime into the conversation, hit the subscribe button. You do need to do that in order to talk in my chat. We greatly appreciate all the new subs today as well. Yeah, so what Eugene's talking about, there was a rumor, Eugene, and what you're talking about sounds like they're considering that being a thing. Listen to this. So, a leak revealed a massive skill-based matchmaking change is coming, such as bot pools to improve matchmaking for the lower-skilled players. So, almost like what you're saying is, listen, we just need to sequester the bottom 10%. Just they all need to be over here. Let them play against bots. They're terrible. They're 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 never ever going to improve. It could be an age thing. It quite literally could be skill 
just skill limitation thing it could be motor function lacking who knows what it is there's no reason to presume or be insulting it's just they are way down here put them in their own pool and put bots in there to keep the matchmaking going and then the other 90% should have virtually no skill based matchmaking it should be very soft it should have trends right skill based matchmaking should be more about softly pushing funnels and then once you're in the funnel you know softly balancing lobbies it should all be very it should should be very hands off it should be very hands off because like obviously when we were coaching my daughter's team we knew who to put on defense we knew who to put on offense we knew why because we knew who was good at what but we, we were not actively going out and recruiting good offensive players we were not actively going out and recruiting really good defensive players that would have been incredibly manipulative and very hands-on and it would have disrupted the spirit of of a, of a pickup soccer league so so if if you're wanting to do that, you want to softly take the good players in a lobby and kind of split them up a little bit and softly say, okay, this funnel of players, their skill levels like 40, they're in like the 40 to 20%. This bracket of players in like the 60 to 50, they can overlap a little bit. It's fine if they play together, but we're going to try to funnel them. Obviously, the people at the top 20% you need to let them also play you know for further down how did lono's camera change without him pressing a button i've got something set up automated in obs so that it we're just trying to give it that that cool i can do it if i want and then it's only on the scene for a set amount of time oops it's only on the scene for a set amount of time and then it'll switch back probably like now ish it should switch. Oh no, I increase it. I increase it to 15 seconds instead of 10. So there it goes. So we, it was just something that we did to give it a more. It's a second camera, so I can do the Lego, uh, the Lego recordings as well. The correct answer in the future is space magic. Ranked would 100% be better, but they don't seem interested in ranked. So it's silly to suggest a solution they're not willing to implement. We have to work with skill in a skill within a skill-based matchmaking world. Yeah, I have it on a timer. That's an easier way to say it. Um, I, I tend to agree with what Eugene is saying. We need 22 more likes. If you guys haven't smashed it yet and you're here every day, make sure you are not on top chat. That way you can see what everybody's saying and take a second to like the video. Thank you for all of the new subs today. We've had another banner day for the channel. Um, this guy called me a punk. Oh, man. People are so angry about my Dead Space and Gotham Knights shorts. Man, people are angry. So angry. Wait, is this a coffee order? No, it's not. Don't forget, you can become a member to this channel for five bucks a month. We do members-only content at the end of every day. We also have our own coffee you can order. It's not a sponsor. It is ours. Reforge Roast is a property of Reforge Gaming. That's a valid point, too. Lots of people are talking about playing with potatoes but aren't even good team players themselves. The ones with no mic, no pain, no plan, and no callouts. Trying to solo every match. 
Well, it depends on where they're going, Vapor. Like, if I go into Invasion, I I shouldn't be expected to to play at that like at that organizational level. But you are correct. If I go into Search and Destroy and I go into Prisoner Rescue and I don't have a mic and I'm not trying to work with anybody, for sure, I that's that's not going to go well for me. You know, and that's understandable. But I tend to agree with what Eugene is saying. I think the true solution is ranked and unranked, and all these companies have shown they have no interest in doing it. Do you want to know why I think they won't do it? Because there's a stigma against ranked, and all of the people that should go into ranked that would be protected by a ranking system, all the bad players, the noobs, the potatoes, the the Johnny no the Johnny the Johnny two left feets of the world. I don't think they would go into ranked because there's a stigma. They would see ranked and think, oh, that's going to be sweaty and hardcore. I don't want to go in there and rank up and lose rank and rank up and lose rank. I don't want to do that. And so they'd never go in there. So you want to know where they'd go? They'd go into unranked and they would expect it to be casual. And it probably wouldn't be very casual because it would be connection based and they would run into (laughs) they would run into hardcore sweatheads and tough players so it you you'd you'd have to you'd honestly have to maybe use different terminology you know you'd have a skill-based playlist and then you'd have a connection-based playlist and all those lower skilled players would run to skill base they'd be like oh my gosh I want to go there I'm bad I don't want to go into into connection base so you'd you'd have to do it in a way to remove the stigma because if you don't I guarantee you the players that are intended to be protected the most by skill based matchmaking they'd never freaking go in there because they'd be like oh that's a sweaty place do you want to know why I know that's true I thought the same thing the first time I ever saw a ranked playlist. You literally have to call it SBMM and CBMM. Yeah, you'd have to call it that so people would just go. You know? I miss the community. There was a time where if you found a good lobby, you played all day and you made friends. I agree, ranked and unranked is the way. Yo, ACM, do you remember? I, I have a short about this and I never I never pushed it out. Do you remember the days of the blue arrows where you could join a squad on the fly and then all of a sudden your arrow was blue and all of their arrows were blue do you remember that if you remember that era then you remember one of the best times I think in COD I have a thing 21 month milestone from my man Zubair welcome back Zubair You can still do that in Overwatch. Can't do it in COD. You've not been able to do it since World at War. That was a sweet time. That was such a sweet time. World, Explain the Blue Arrows. So, everybody on the map that was on your team was green. So you could see your teammates on the map, on the radar. And if you're having a good game, you could go to this menu and you could see if there were any squads on your team. And a squad was a group, a party. And you could click on them 
And if they had their squad set to open, and a lot of people did this, you could join them. Now, if they didn't want to play with you, they would kick you out and, and go private. Most of the time, they didn't do this. If you were throwing down and helping them win, they thought it was great. So it was kind of like a snowball. The snowball would get bigger. It'd start with like two or three people, and then four, five, and six. And before you knew it, you had a full squad. And everybody's arrow was blue. So you knew. So like, let's say it was you and two of your buddies, but then you had three people on the team that weren't in your group. They would be green on the radar and you and your buddies would be blue. So you could see on the radar where your, where your squad mates were. And once you joined that squad, your, you, your arrow turned blue and so did theirs. And it was awesome. It promoted teamwork. It promoted communication. It it was like camaraderie. It was like immediate camaraderie. It was like, yeah, let's go. This is awesome. I'm joining you guys. Let's let's rock out. Let's win. And then when I got to MW2, I don't think that system was in MW2. I think that system was only active in World at War. I don't remember that system in MW2. In MW2, I had that mentality, and I would just always group up with people. I was reaming my team out after a game of headquarters on terminal. We finished a game of headquarters. I am ripping into my team. Like, why would nobody help me on the headquarters? There was numerous captures that I almost had, and I just needed one of you to come into the room and we would have had it. And this super deep rumbling voice from the other teams like, well, come, come slay out with us. And I was like, all right. And I joined up with them. And I didn't play with anybody else after that. I always played with that group. Always. We had a 101 win streak in headquarters. And it was legitimate. No dashboarding. We got that legit. And we lost our win streak to a nuke. We were screwing around on the one map. I forget the name of it. It had the bus and the street and the diner. And then it had that room with the hole in the ceiling. And we were screwing around on that map. We weren't capturing the final headquarters. And since we weren't capturing the final headquarters, it uh, he got a nuke and beat us. And we didn't we didn't dashboard. We took it. We took it like men. It was like we deserved it. We weren't paying attention. WTF is this thing. Fourteen months from Eugene, and it's a tier two. What what do you mean? Where was that? Did your UI change or something, Eugene? What was it doing that prompted you to say that? Because Zubair said, I have a thing, and you're saying, what is this thing? Oh, what's dashboarding? So on the Xbox 360, if you were about to lose a game, you could press the dashboard button, and you could force quit the game, and it wouldn't count it as a loss against your streak. It would count it as a loss, but it wouldn't end your streak. And a lot of people had crazy win streaks, because every time every time they were going to lose they dashboarded so a lot of the times people saw our win streak and they're like that's not legit and it's like no that's legit you want to know why it was legit we wouldn't play without each other if I got on and the boys weren't on I didn't play I didn't play I would only play with them it was like it was just a commitment. It was like, I, I don't want to play this game without the boys. And that was our attitude in MW2. That was our attitude in Black Ops 1 and MW3. And the real problem was Black Ops 2 is when 
lag compensation was at its worst and skill-based matchmaking got turned all the way up we couldn't go on win streaks in black ops 2 it was impossible it was absolutely impossible we would win two or three games in black ops 2 and then everything would go to crap like that every time it was like oh we hit our win maximum we hit our win maximum you know and then Black Ops 3, it was even worse. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Fast forward to today, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking is because it was so detectable, it was so deducible, I could feel it in the MW2 beta, it it ruined an entire evening for me. I just didn't have fun. It was like, well, how am I supposed to have fun? It wasn't like I expected to win all night and I lost one game and threw my hands up. It was, I had two or three fun games, good games, and every game after that was miserable. Your, your, your system isn't doing what it's intended to do. It's intended to protect people from a bad experience and it's manufacturing bad experiences for me. You could beat a Betty if you proned quick enough. Yeah, you could. You could beat Betty's if you proned quick enough because the explosion happened. It it happened at a certain height, and it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't kill you. Yep. Yeah, bouncing Betty's, uh, Juggernaut, and Last Stand were so annoying. Everybody ran Juggernaut, so then you had to run Stopping Power. Everybody ran Final Stand or Martyrdom, so every kill was really hard to celebrate per today's blog there is no kill confirmed in modern warfare 2 at least at launch I don't think anybody's going to cry about that I don't feel like I feel like that mode lost its novelty over time never get the mp40s mp40s were god they were god tier mp40s and then the big one the um there was the yeah, there was the MP40s, but then there was the big long metal one that people would use with stopping power and a silencer, and that thing was steady. Steady. The STG, I think that's right. STG44, yep. Yeah. Stopping power STG44 with a silencer and a and a and a, and a sight. And that thing didn't move. It was like, you can just melt people. Then MW3, everything changed, at least for me. ARs were worthless in MW3. It was the PP90, not the P90, the PP90. In MW3, the PP90 had like a pop can clip on the front. It looked kind of like an Uzi with a pop can on the front. That thing was dumb. Nothing could beat that on the corners. Nothing could beat it on corners. You just come around the corner, dead. It was stupid. It was so dumb. And then FAMAS in, in Black Ops 1 FAMAS was beautiful in hardcore. Because in hardcore, you could just take the FAMAS and go, it was a, it was a triple shot. So it'd be like, prit, prit, and you would just like spray the room and just get people. It was silly. It was super silly. Happy ARs are finally back. Yeah, ARs felt really good in the beta. They did. So did, so did the SMGs. I just applied for criminal justice. I have a degree in cybersecurity. Fingers crossed. Get it, dude. Get it, Smashville. Guys, we are having that weird late afternoon experience where 
super strong start, but we're losing a lot of folks. So I'm going to throw out a discussion question to maybe spur on more involvement from maybe somebody that's not subscribed and they're not chatting or maybe chatters that have gone kind of quiet and dormant. All right. Does the leak about them adding bots to the lower skill pools, does that give you any sense of encouragement about skill-based matchmaking? Or or is it still concerning that they're going to be manipulating the player experience to a certain degree? What, what's your thoughts on that? I want to know what you guys think. What are your thoughts on them using bots to try to help out the lower player pool as many of us really struggled with skill-based matchmaking, right? Once they go bots, they don't go back. I like bots in Fortnite. Why do you like the bots in Fortnite, J. Coles? Bots don't make you a better player. Apologies, forgot to hit like. No worries, Ashen. Good to see you. Haven't seen you in a while. You've been heavy on the lurk, it feels like. Ronan says it's going to be a dumpster fire. I'm okay with it. Both good and bad, says Chris Norman. I think it's still going to result in disbanding lobbies, says Miyoko, which is the main problem I have with the system. They seem to respond to the disbanding lobbies. It seems like they're open to not doing that. Arch Enigma says, it encourages me. It gives them a reason to tune down in certain modes, but I don't think it's going to do the second part. I like bots in Fortnite, says Sven, because I just tell myself they're real players and I'm basically an esports god. J. Cole says, I like bots in Fortnite because it gives you a window of not getting pooped on. It's similar to bots in It's similar to bots in Titanfall. You know, I can see that, J. Cole's. I can. I can. It gives you something to do and, you know, achievements to work on. Just tuning in more on the leak. Brandon, that's all we've got. That's all I got from Deserto is that there was a leak that skill-based matchmaking is getting over is getting tuned and adjusted for the official launch of the game and they're considering using bots to pad the the the, the, the lower end of the pool because that's the issue that's always the issue is it's the bottom it's the real it's the bottom rung players those bottom rung players they're the ones that a lot of this is designed for because I think that there's a lot of them. I think there's a lot of them. Depends on the topic and just got back from Disney with my now wife. Yo, congrats, Ashen. Congrats, bro. I didn't know they sold wives at Disney. That's cool. I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure that that was a thing anymore. I thought that was like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> People are like, What? I'm going to Disney next week if that's the case. Dreaming at Christmas. <laughs> Come on, give me some credit. I said that without skipping a beat. I just went right into it. That was so natural. Quote of the day right there. The problem is everyone thinks that they're better than they are, and if you use bots and they go against real players, they'll get trashed. It's honestly bad, says Ronan. COD has been out for literally a decade. If you're not good and you're not and you've been playing for that long, you're not gonna make it, homie. Well, you gotta consider something, Ronan. There's always new players. There's always a new generation. There's a whole new batch. 
like think about my nephews okay there's three of them there's the firstborn there's the middle and then there's the youngest okay they all have varying degrees of skill and I want you to imagine that generation coming to COD and having to play the likes of you you are experienced you come over videos you know the best gun to use and they jump in and they don't know any of that and they're dead and then they're dead again and they're dead again and dead again and dead again and dead again like okay I don't understand this game do you want to know when I had that experience it's pretty humbling it was pretty humbling experience (laughs) it was pretty humbling experience the first time (laughs) the first time I played Gears of War PvP was the last time that I played Gears of War PvP cause it was terrible I, I couldn't do anything I didn't understand what was going on. I went out, I got sniped, and then I got past the a long a long look. And then I and then I got near a guy and he rolled and my body blew up from a shotgun. I didn't know what was going on. I thought the game was glitching. I was playing against people that they lived in that game. That's just what they did. Grand opening, grand closing. The first time I ever played Gears of War PVP was the last time I played it. <laughs> it was so humbling. I was like, bro, I, I don't even know what this is, man. I'm out. <laughs> we used to crap on kids and gears. You might have crapped on me. I'm serious. I played it for an afternoon and I was like, bro, I don't get this at all. I was like, I, I don't get this. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go play something else. <laughs> but it's funny to laugh now. But in the moment, if you're trying to get me to play, if you're trying to get money from me, that that ain't, that ain't going to get you anywhere. That ain't going to work. I assure you, we all got cra- We all crapped on Halo 2, right? If you're not shotgun rolling, you're not doing it right. Yeah, this dude rolled on the ground and my body just blew up. I was like, I don't know what the frick that guy just did. What kind of ninjutsu was that? Like, what? Now, I grew up a PC player. I grew up playing on PC, uh, Quake 2, Quake 3, Unreal Tournament, and then Call of Duty, and then Call of Duty 2. My brother and I played in a Call of Duty 2 server. It was a CTF server with mods, and you had like a red uh, ADS uh, crosshair. It was really, really cool. And whenever I got the 360 and played World at War, I was bad for a really long time. You're still bad now. Shut the frick up. So I was bad for months in that game. And slowly it started clicking. And slowly I got better. Right? Now, I'm going to push back on the notion that I did that out of some work, gamer work ethic. Yeah, I just, I got good. I committed. No, there wasn't anything else to play. There wasn't anything else to play. So I just kept playing. I got news for you. If I would have had an abundance of free-to-play games or just other games in general to play back then, homie, I'd have walked away after a couple of weeks. I'd have been like, F this. I'm not getting anything done. I'm just getting shellacked. I'm not winning. I'm not killing. This is terrible. 
but there was nothing else to play so I just kept playing I didn't have much of a choice well I don't want to play this what are you going to play well I mean I guess I could go play another single player game for the 10th time I, I want to play online I, I, I want to play an online shooter I didn't beat Master Blaster because I was a god I did it because I had no choice right that's the point I'm trying to make there's this weird sense of like gamer work ethic that well back in the day we were bad and we sucked and we lost a lot and we got good and it's like yes that's true I'm not trying to take away from your gamer achievement I'm not trying to take away your chivos okay but I'm just being honest because I did the same thing. I got so much better at Call of Duty that when I got into Modern Warfare 2, I got scooped up by a group and we never lost. And then we got into Clan Wars and Ghosts and we were awesome and we lost to people that were freaking... There was a juicing way to cheat in Clan Wars, but that's beside the point. I got got good. But I didn't do that out of some weird gamer work ethic. I literally did it because there was nothing else to play. And that's the issue that these companies are facing now. If someone comes in and has a really bad experience, you saying, we'll just get good, you might as well just tell them to uninstall and take their money elsewhere. you're, You're literally shoving customers out the door. And, and all of these companies are doing it. Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, they're all doing it. They're all trying to protect the bad players because the bad players are dollar signs. At some level, they're dollar signs. That's the difference between then and now. This idea that like the new generation of gamers is somehow soft you do understand that most of the people playing Call of Duty, most of the people playing video games right now are 28 and up. So, I hate to break it to you, but a lot of the people in your age bracket that you think are like cut from stone, they're the garbage can players that skill-based matchmaking is designed to protect. Skill-based matchmaking ain't protecting the young bloods because the young bloods adapt pretty quickly and they're probably the one killing you. The young bloods are the ones that figure it out. Trust me. I've played a couple of games against my nephew. He's the youngest in the bunch, and he's used to playing against his older brothers. It is not fun to play against him, because he's really good at virtually every game he touches, and he doesn't hold back, because he's used to being the runt of the litter. And it's frustrating to play against him. Like, I don't, like, I don't get mad at him or anything. He beats the tar out of my kids and thinks it's an achievement or something. So periodically, I gotta humble him, you know. But, if you think that skill-based matchmaking is, is like, Oh, it's designed for these soft, young kids that just don't want to get good. Nope. It's designed to help your buddy, your drinking buddy, and your uncle, and your friend, and your brother who's a trash can. That's who it's designed to help. Don't kid yourself. There's not some new entitled generation coming to Ka that's like, I'm just so bad. Please help me with skill-based matchmaking. No. It's that burly dude that's got two left thumbs and can't hit the broad side of a barn. That's who it's protecting. I love Call of Duty. Yeah, uh uh-huh. He plays the game like a mindless silverback gorilla and wonders why he can't get anything accomplished. 
Squeakers are usually the best players. In my experience, yeah, the younger the better. We always had young players on our teams, and they were always leading the team. Skill-based matchmaking is built to protect people with disposable income. Yeah, the good players are 16 to 25. Yeah. I sense a drastic drop in my reflexes after my 35th birthday. It was like a switch. Homie, I'll be 41 in a couple of weeks. Brother. Brother. Yeah, I don't have... I, I, even on my best, I wasn't that amazing. And I don't, I don't have it. Not that I ever really had it. But I was pretty good in my heydays in Quake and Unreal Tournament. I was pretty good. Not anymore. Not anymore. You know, I have a couple standout games. And I think that's one of the reasons that skill-based matchmaking frustrates me so much. I, I know you're taking me somewhere that I can't hang out. You're, you're taking me somewhere I can't go. You know what I mean? It's like, oh man, you ran a mile. Whew, yeah, that was pretty tough. Still got it though. I know I'm getting older, but I just ran a mile. Feels good. All right, let's go run a 5K. What? No, I don't want to do that. And they slap a number on my chest and shove me on the road. Go on, buddy. See ya. Like, I don't want to do this. That's what it feels like. It's like, I know what I'm capable of. I know what my skill ceiling is, and you're taking me way beyond it. Well, only you don't look 41. Thank you. I, I commonly get told that I don't look 41. My favorite thing was all the guys in my shorts. They were like, imagine being 30 years old and being this angry about a video game. I was like, you think I look 30? <laughs> I was like, thank you. You know, I'm getting up there, man. I'll be 41 on November the 9th, the day that God of War Ragnarok launches. Holy hell, you do look 30. I went to uh, Total Wine and More once to get some uh, to get some beer, and uh, the lady took my uh, she took my driver's license, and she went, "Huh?" She goes, "Oh, you just keep doing your regiment, honey," and she gave me back my driver's license. I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> Ain't nothing like being told by a woman that you look good, you know. And it was it was it was kind. It wasn't creepy or weird. It was, it was nice. It made me feel good. You just keep doing your regiment, honey. <laughs> 40? Who is that? How'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I laugh a lot and stay out of the sun. That's my trick. That's my secret cap. Being light-complected, I do stay out of the sun. I do. I don't go out. And, I, I, and if I do, I wear sunscreen. <laughs> I wear a lot of sunscreen for those soccer matches. Get those workouts in, doesn't matter when. Oh, I need to. I need to. I'm you know, I'm down twenty pounds from a couple years ago, so I look much better, but I'm I'm woefully out of shape. Woefully out of shape. Lono talking about being taken where he can't hang out reminds me of Steve Buscemi meme with the skateboard and the backwards hat on. Yeah, hello, fellow kids. Thirty eight in March. I felt the reflexes start to go around thirty two. But what doesn't go is game sense, and in most lobbies, game sense and intelligence is better than mechanical skill. Yeah, 
unless you're playing a game that's quick twitch drag snipes and stuff like that, Eugene, yeah, I feel like game sense and decision making is is all the difference. Is all the difference. Knowing when to double back, knowing when not to push, you know, I and that's one of the reasons why when I'm like drinking on a Friday night, it's just it's a compounding effect. I have two or three good games and I'm loose and laughing, and then when the temperature in the room heats up, I'm three beers in and I'm I don't know, I'm dumb. I'm like I'm not even making good choices. I'm like, huh, what are what are they doing? So it's like not only there's two worlds colliding, it's like, yeah, Lono's buzzed. He ain't gonna do anything in these matches. He's he's gonna he's not gonna be able to do anything. He's not gonna make any good decisions. And they're putting me in matches with better players. <laughs> it's a bad recipe. It's a real bad recipe. Lono shops in the Smedium section. I, uh, I'm wearing shirts that I used to not be able to wear because some smalls fit differently. No, I'm sorry. Some mediums fit differently, but with the weight loss, I've been, I've been going back to some of my other, uh, other shirts. Lono once drunk in SBMM. I do. I do. What? That should be a thing. Can I get a breathalyzer attachment for my controller? And I'm like, all right, guys, hang on. And I like blow into it and it's like, holy frick and it like puts me into a drunken lobby I'm like let's go (laughs) I need I need a breathalyzer attachment for my controller that would be amazing you know intoxication based matchmaking that's the real next level of technology that we need to ask for you know you just bring your alky friend over you're like you're blowing to this Come on, wake up and blow into it. And he blows into it. You're like, thanks, bud. And you just shred. <laughs> you just shred. I like you. Can we talk more about Gotham, please? No, I've talked enough about that. I have talked enough about Gotham Knights. I, I've, I've given that game enough of a beating. Does the screen go blurry? <laughs> Hook a bong up to the controller and it measures the size of your hits. I was like, that was a real big rip. <laughs> we better get you into a new funnel. They'll try to sell you stuff for sure. For sure. Heard the same joke while I typed that. I would just invite my drunk uncle over. Yeah, yeah. Just invite your drunk uncle over. You're like, come on. Come on, Uncle Teddy. Blow into this thing. He's like, why? I don't even... What is... Are you going to get me arrested? No, buddy, you're fine. Here, eat a pizza. And then you just get him to blow into the dadgum thing. And you're just wrecking all the drunk lobbies. They're like, where'd this guy come from? <laughs> smurfing. Smurfing. You'd have to come up with a different expression for it, though. Like, smurfing into the, into the drunk lobbies. What would they call that? You know? It couldn't be smurfing. It had to be something else. Don't give my ideas. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you would be more likely to buy stuff. Gotham Knights could be decent if you're drunk. I don't. Even, I think that game would be worse though, because all of that weird. It has this like latent input delay. I, it would make. I think you'd get confused. You wouldn't know what in the heck's going on. <laughs> Hilly calls it tailgating. That's not bad. <laughs> that guy's tailgating. He's just hanging out with the drunks. He's not actually drunk. 
Lono, does anyone else have gunsway? No, bro. I have two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> People are like, what? Why do you have two guns? Don't ask. Drunken piano player. You're so drunk you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns, one for each of you. Wish that camera angle transition... Oh, the camera angle transition is sick AF. When did you implement that? Just yesterday. Just yesterday. I can I can do it whenever I want. But that's the camp. It's the same... I have two Sony A6000s now. Sony A6000. I have a rig... I have a rig up in the... Uh, up, in a, up in the ceiling for the Lego uh, recordings. We've got one recorded already. It was an unboxing. Is MW2 a COD redeemer? I mean... It redeemed COD for me, but we're discussing skill-based matchmaking because that's the concern, right? Is skill-based matchmaking is going to, in in our estimation, ruin the experience. It ruined the beta. Let me throw out another discussion question because we're getting way out, way out of uh, the pocket here. Um... We already talked about why we think ranked and unranked is avoided all of the time. Like, if you have theories on why nobody does ranked and unranked, well, or very few games do ranked and unranked, what do you think devs should do with the extremes? You've got pro stomp squads and you have potatoes. They're in the player pool. What do you, what do, you do with them? Like, you... You, you have to do something with these players. And, and I don't think skill-based matchmaking is working. I don't think it actually works for either of them. I think it hurts both types of players. Personally. I don't think skill-based matchmaking is for the player. Well, it is for the player indirectly because they want that player to play and the more they play, the more likely they're going to spend money. Right? Like, that's the whole that's the whole point. The whole point is to keep you in the player funnel. And you're way more likely to stay in the player funnel if, you, if you're not getting your freaking head caved in. Make it like Overwatch, where you have to win 100 to 200 games before ranked mode is unlocked. COD doesn't even admit skill-based matchmaking exists. Yeah, it does. What do you mean? We just had a blog post. Didn't somebody just post an article about it? I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain that they have admitted it and have talked about it recently. Yo, what's good, Geek to Sneak? Honestly, skill-based matchmaking doesn't bother me. I enjoy a challenge. Yeah, but I don't feel like I'm being challenged. I feel like I get turned into cannon fodder. There's no in-between. Give them bot bot bots potato bots for the lower and aim bots for the skilled players <laughs> make the skilled players play against really crazy aim bots a lot of devs denied it for a long time bag of coffee came in thanks hey thanks for ordering the coffee I greatly appreciate that greatly appreciate that part of this which deals with the creation of thumbnails Oh, this person wants me to, to hire them for thumbnails. 
do you see our thumbnail game? It's pretty strong. You know what? We need a different zoom now. We need a different zoom angle. Because <laughs> we have this one. But we need a zoom angle over there. Be like... <laughs> we need... We need another one. We need another one. I just realized something. I can use that tool to make it to where anytime we're in the zoom scene that we should switch. Uh, oh, I can't do it because it'll always, that won't work. That won't work. Yeah, never mind. I wanted to make it to where anytime the zoom uh, came up, it would automatically go back to the previous uh, the previous you know what I mean? Uh, it would automatically go back to the previous scene. Because if I zoom and I'm playing a game or I zoom from this scene, I would need it to go back to the previous. I don't know if we can do that. We need to invest in pants. Well, I mean, I have pants that I wear, but I'm not going to wear pants when it's 80-something degrees out. If you think I'm going to sit here and wear pants, you can't even see. If I if I go all the way over here, you can see my knee, but I'm usually sitting like this. I'm not freaking wearing pants when it's this warm out. It's about to get cool, so I don't have a problem wearing my Pumas or my Adidas pants, but... That temperature spiked up the last two days. I was roasting down here. You just don't let the noobs and the pros meet each other. I mean... I was making sure you had pants on. Yeah, I have have pants on. Put those legs away. It just reflects and it's blinding. It's not... It's not any different than the complexion on my arm. Well, okay, it's lighter. Okay. Fair's fair. Skill-based matchmaking is really bad in Overwatch 2. Oh, this is what I was going to say. To what Marwin's saying. If you just make it to where, you know... Pros should play with pros and average players, and the noobs should play with noobs and average players. Right, right. There, there is the dilemma, Marwin, because this is what ends up happening. I think everybody thinks players that beat them are pros. That's what ends up happening. Like, I, I consider myself to be an average player, and I was told that I'm not people were looking at my stats during the beta and they're like bro you're not going to lead your team you're not going to be in the top three every time if you're an average player that just isn't true average players don't do that average players are in the middle of the pack or slightly underneath or maybe slightly above two or three games in a row bro you're you're leading your team you freaking kidding me so i'm not a pro but i'm in that weird valley I'm in that weird valley of like I'm above average. I'm I'm not terrible, I'm not trash, I'm not average. I'm above average and that valley sucks. Because that valley 
turns into a dumping ground. It's like, well, we, you have to play these guys now. It's like, but they're well out of my league. I, I, what? I feel like after you pass a certain stat threshold, you should be locked out of casual. Everyone that beats me is a cheater. BBB. Oh, come on. If you're 50%, if you're 50%, you're paired with 30 to 70. Lona was an SAAP, slightly above average player. I told you the new camera angle is to show off the abs. Didn't know Lona wanted to see his legs too. OnlyFans beta testing. Is the skill-based matchmaking good or not? I thought the skill-based matchmaking was terrible in the MW2 beta. Those legs, the beacons of Gondor have been lit. Shut up. The biggest problem I have in Call of Duty multiplayer for the last three years is that there's never a common medium. I either crush someone or I get crushed. I'm never in a good game. How is the skill-based matchmaking? I thought it was bad. More Tombstone. Thank you, Joe, for the five spot. Yeah, I can't. It has to be relevant. I can't just start quoting Tombstone. You know what I mean? Brackets are the key. How you figure out the brackets is the hard part. Yeah, I mean, it has to be... If you, anytime you're going to be taking, anytime you're going to be making a bracket and putting the player in the bracket, it has to be based on a number, a number of things. If you're, let's just make up a number. Let's say there's 10 brackets. If you're suddenly deciding that I'm moving from bracket five to six, I, I need to know why, like, what did I do? What, what, what numbers were you using? What was the basis and how much is that going to affect my experience? Right? Like, if you're going to suddenly start using brackets, how many are there? How easy is it to move up and down from one bracket to another? All those internal working parts, it just feels like those are the systems they don't bother to make. They just don't bother to make them. Didn't the old CODs have some sort of a boot camp? Yeah. Yeah, you can only stay in boot camp for so many games, yeah. That kicked you out. Because people would intentionally start new accounts to go play there but it was it was a very small amount of games I want to say it was 15 games they just need to implement proper ranked for the people who want skill based matchmaking but I thought Eugene made a good point when he said they're clearly not interested in doing that so we've got to work within skill based matchmaking are there things you could do to skill based matchmaking to make it tuned to not basically can you have skill-based matchmaking without ruining my evening? Is that possible? Because it consistently ruins my evening, and I don't feel like I play that exceptionally well. I don't feel like I'm a threat to the player pool, and I feel like I'm treated like one. That's the issue with skill-based matchmaking is, I get it and understand it, the principle of it, why you do it, but... I feel that it ruins my evening. You're so worried about protecting other people's gameplay experiences that mine is harmed to the degree that I don't even want to play and I don't feel I'm a threat to the player pool, but I'm treated like I'm a threat. Oh, you you had a couple of good games. Get out of here. Go to these upper brackets. And then I have a terrible experience because I'm playing against players who absolutely beat the tar out of me. 
And I don't feel that I did anything to deserve that. I didn't stomp. I didn't win 10 games in a row and make everybody's evening hell. I had some decent games. What? What did I do? But your evening ruined is another person's delight. Right, but my good games, I don't feel like the stats I put up is ruining somebody else's night. Don't you understand? I'm not putting up stats that are that crazy that the people on the other end of, of, of my game are just having a terrible time. We need some reforged roast disc plates for the white wall. Yeah, I, I don't know. about. I kind of like how there's no disc plates over there. Because I could put disc plates on, on the, the, those... But I don't want to do that because we're going to end up with shelving, I think, in that corner. And then we're going to end up with shelving along probably the bottom there uh, for the Legos. Let me let me show you something that someone said. That's your big boy right there. Now I just need the Atari. Now I just need the Atari. That right there, I won't put that in the corner. Alex bought that set. I just realized I should probably put the Atari on there if that guy feels like going crazy again. That guy went absolutely freaking bonkers. <clears throat> what is it? Atari Lego set? I don't know if they... Do they have the Atari on... Amazon? I don't know if they do. They have Bowser, the DeLorean. Yeah, I'm not seeing the Atari. I don't know if they have the Atari on uh, on here. Yeah, I don't see it. It's so cute. It's awesome. It's super, super awesome. Lego Atari 2600 set 10306. Yeah. They have a lighting they have a lighting rig for it and a case to put it in, but I'm not seeing the actual set. I'm not seeing it. Did they have Lego store gift cards? That would be awesome too. No, they don't have that. That would have been really cool. That would have been super effective to like put on the put on the wish list. Atari's a Lego store exclusive. Yeah. My birthday's coming up. That's all I want for my birthday is Legos. That's all I want. It's kind of mysterious that he showed up, dropped a bunch of money, and then bounced. I'm worried about chargebacks, or is that not a thing anymore? I can't get charged back on any of that stuff. If he if he does super chats or sends something like that through Amazon wishlist, I, I can't get charged back for any of that. It's not like a PayPal tip. Are you excited for Ragnarok? Oh my gosh, yes. The best part of the OG MW2 lobbies was the variety. You never knew if you'd be at the top, bottom, or in the middle. Persistent lobbies also allowed you to kind of figure out your enemy's strategies and play around them. Skill-based matchmaking has killed all the variety in gaming. It's just a super strict, ranked, and basically non-existent otherwise. (laughs) 
if you bracket people accordingly, each bracket would have less and less people. So you have to move up your you have to move up your odds of oh, you have to move up. Your odds of having good matches shouldn't change. You're still always within appropriate levels. It's windy today. I got smacked in the face by my work badge. Gemini. That doesn't sound very enjoyable. Why won't they listen to us about skill-based matchmaking? Well, I don't think we're enough. I think the majority of the people that that don't ask for it to be removed or we would just say the majority of the people playing, they're totally fine with it. They like it. They're so bad that they don't realize that it's protecting them. The number of people who have no idea they don't they like there's more of them than there are of us. And you can't do pure connection based in all modes cuz some modes that would be terrible. You can't go pure connection based cuz it would ruin certain modes. You have to be able to protect against like squads v squads and stuff like that, stacks versus stacks to a certain degree, right? Not rigidly, but like you can't take a six stack into a tactical mode and just constantly play solos the whole night. That would be stupid. I was getting legitimately worried he was spending his money before something bad happened. Well, yeah, you can't charge back super chats. That doesn't affect me, Team Angrove. Like if you go nuts one night and you get drunk and then you call your credit card company or you try and charge it back on PayPal, you're fighting with YouTube. You ain't fighting with me. You want to fight with YouTube and try and charge back? Be my guest. Be my guest. (laughs) Did he give a lot? He went nuts. He was going so crazy. I was like, bro, if you're going to give this much money, I was like, just go buy Legos off the wish list. Like He was going insane in Super Chat. I've never seen anything like it. He did, what did he do? Yeah, it was $260 through Super Chat. Yeah, he did $260 through Super Chat, and then he bought that, the Nintendo Lego set. I was like, what the heck is going on? No offense, but if I was going to go nuts before filing for bankruptcy, Lono's Lego set wouldn't be my top priority. It was Mr. Beast? I don't think it was Mr. Beast. Yeah, pure connection base would ruin the tactical modes. I, I, I agree with that. I bought the pre-order after watching your short and podcast. What, uh, Modern Warfare 2? My Modern Warfare 2 short's going to be my first 100,000 viewed video over on the uh, the clock app. Skill base is supposed to pair you with people of the same skill, and if you don't like it, you're probably a ganker or the system is broken. I mean, you're just dealing in false dichotomies. I, it, it's supposed to. The, the key word in your sentence, Frostbite, is it's supposed to pair you with people of the same skill, and it doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. I, uh, when I played during the beta, after like two or three games, I was going up against players that were dropping like eight and nine KDs in Invasion. 
I was like, what the F? Like, I wasn't at their level. They were not, I was not matched against people of my level. I was, I was sandbagged again, against. Congrats on the 100k vid. Thank you. We've had a couple, we've had a couple shorts here go insane. We're going to, they're going to end up being the most watched videos on, on my channel. We have a 59k COD one, 47k for a Dead Space one, 48k Gotham Knights, 49k Gotham Knights. All these shorts are going to take over the most popular brackets on my on my channel. <laughs> and they're still going. They're just continuing to go. Like the Dead Space 1 and the Gotham 1, people just are so angry. They just keep coming and giving me and, and giving me grief and giving me hate. I'm like, like these were the one they literally comment on my shorts like that's all this guy does. Don't support his trash channel. I'm like, I'm a live streamer. These are highlights. Whoever is consuming the shorts content on YouTube, they don't consume, they don't go anywhere else. They live in that shorts funnel. They don't even click on my channel to be like, who is this guy? Because if they did, they'd be like, oh, he's he live streams. <laughs> he has videos that are two and three hours long. They literally watch the shorts and they think that's all I do. What does skill-based matchmaking do? And can it work exactly? So, I can only base it off of my experience, MJ. As far as I understand it, skill-based matchmaking takes a snapshot of your most recent games and tries to put you in lobbies against players with similar stats. The problem with that is, you know, really good players start, you know, have a couple of games of invasion and they hit 4 and 5 KD, and then I hit 4 and 5 KD. We are not the same. We, we are not the same. And the evidence is in the results. You put us in the same match, and suddenly what happens? I barely scrape together a 1 or a 2, and they have a 9kd. Why? Because I shouldn't be playing against them. Or, if I am playing against them, it should be pure chance or connection-based. It shouldn't be because you set it up. Who said delusional? Oh, skill-based matchmaking is trash. Anyone supporting is delusional. Eugene says, yep, I'm delusional for supporting skill-based matchmaking in tactical modes. (laughs) Can I call him a moron? I mean, Bama fan, you have to understand that you can't, when you speak that broadly, it makes it really, really hard to engage with what you're saying. Like, because to a certain degree, I agree with what Eugene is saying. Like, you can't, you can't just shove people in connection-based in tactical modes. But you also can't take one or two good games of invasion and then ruin the rest of my night. There has to be a happy medium between all of these extremes. There has to be a happy medium. Like, it, it it doesn't make sense to take a six stack in a tactical mode and be like, here you go, and then they just end up in a random, you know, random game and they just stomp anybody they come into contact with, because it's a six stack versus against a bunch of solos. But you also can't, on the flip side, be like, oh, hey, this guy had a pretty good game, let's find other people with similar stats, and then I spend two or three games getting dumped on and having a terrible time. It's not like I did the dumping and now it's my turn. It's like, 
I played okay. I did well. I didn't go on a 10 win streak stomping noobs to dust and then get my comeuppance. It's like I had one or two good games. They were good. They weren't record breaking. I'm not going to put an I'm not going to put a highlight on YouTube about it. This is a reminder email. Oh. Did I, are they giving me the same code each time? I've got some codes I can give to VIPs. That horror tycoon game. I didn't ask for these codes. They just sent them to me. I want skill-based matchmaking in tactical modes because I don't want terrible players on my team or on the other. I only want to play with people at or around my skill level because that makes those modes more fun. Right, like, listen to what Eugene is saying. He wants skill-based matchmaking not because he wants to be protected from from good players. He wants to play with and against good players in a tactical mode. Coolspoon says, Connection-based matchmaking feels like a casual pickup basketball at the local park. Skill-based matchmaking feels like someone comes in, says you're too good to play with these people at this park, so they move you to another park where everyone is right at your skill, and if you don't, uh, if you don't sweat, you'll be terrible. Non-ranked mode should be like the local park, and whoever shows up, it's what you have to do your best against. But skill-based matchmaking makes it feel like I signed up for a league where everyone is right at my skill. Yeah, it's like I didn't sign up for this, exactly. I think it's all the teething issues with skill-based matchmaking, says Paul. The more you play, the more it will balance out. You get paired against bots, then you get mud-stomped against actual people because of your KD. Right, I think that's part of the problem, is what Smashville just said. You, You literally set me up. It's like you put me in one or two games against absolute bots. Fortnite would do the same thing. It's like, oh, you haven't played in a day or two, or oh, you haven't played in 16 hours. Here you go, and you just feed me. And I'm just shredding everything in front of me. I'm like, oh, this is great. And they're like, hey, you had, uh, you had some pretty good stats there. <laughs> Buckle up. It's like, what? You, you did it. Not me. You fed me bots. Will you be covering more Ragnarok before it's released? We'll be probably leading with the Ragnarok combat tomorrow. There was a video that came out. We'll be breaking it down. After you played 100 games, you will not be jumping around the skill groups as much. That wasn't true in Fortnite. I I, I was playing Fortnite every day with people in squads, and it got worse and worse and worse. So it's not a guarantee that it'll even out. The hope would be, Paul, that you're right. That eventually it takes a larger snapshot of me instead of being like, hey, your first two games of the night were really good. That means the rest of your game's going to be terrible tonight. Like... Do you see what I'm saying? It, it, to me, it it, it it should level out. It stands to reason that it would, but I've never had that experience. I never had that experience in Destiny. It was always the same thing. It was a couple of good games, and then it got bad. Uh, Tycoon Steam Codes paste okay and then this one and this one send now 
pays to be a tier two. Sometimes I get codes and I just dump them in the VIP room. A couple of good games then get slapped. How's things, people? What's good, Beast of Darkness? Bots on my team means more kills for me. Not in a tactical mode, it doesn't. Not in a tactical mode, it doesn't. You're trying to tell me I've played less than 100 games over the last three years? That's 100% false. Right. I watched the rag video. Apparently, you, you need to be a beautiful person to work there. <laughs> uh, or they just went into the studio and had plenty of people to pick from, and they're like, who's the most camera-friendly people? I've not watched it yet. I've not watched it yet. The bigger problem, I'd say, is team balancing. If a player is 80-100 on skill... It'll put five thirty out of a hundred players on their team and five fifty players on the other team. I'm Marksman talked about that before. Oh, we had a great screenshot Gundanium that put that on display. They did that to me in uh, Invasion. I I played I played a couple of games and all of a sudden you could tell it it it, it fired off skill based matchmaking and lobby balancing. My team was terrible. I had fourteen people go negative, like super bad. And then the other team had 16 people go positive. It's like, you you couldn't even go... E- I, I had players that couldn't even go even. They couldn't even go even. It was like they just put everybody on my team. They were just potatoes. Just running into gunfire. According to their stats, that's all they were doing. They were just running out into gunfire. I was like, gee, many Christmas. The average player is 0.9 KD. You have to account for self deleting most players aren't as good as they think and are probably better than they actually are because of skill based matchmaking in that Ragnarok video man you guys are you guys are you guys are drooling what are y'all talking about Oh, they're like they're they were they're like talking to all the people at the company. I didn't realize it was that kind of a video. I thought it was gonna be uh I thought it was gonna be like an actual just like nothing but gameplay. I didn't realize they were uh they were pulling folks in to interview. It's uh, it looks like a good amount of gameplay though. It doesn't look like it's necessarily new gameplay. It looks like it's more about details. Yeah. They're they're giving details throughout the video, like dev commentary. No one will be calling Ragnarok DLC after that video. Well, maybe that'll be our POV. In other words, without skill-based matchmaking, most players claiming they'd be better off uh, without it would actually be worse off. What are your plans when God of War comes out? play it every day until I beat it we'll probably we'll still do talk shows in the morning though we'll still do talk shows in the morning when you pass 2.5 KD most of the players there are higher on the same level some just abuse skill based matchmaking in their favor with reverse boosting yeah but reverse boosting doesn't last like everybody talks about reverse boosting it doesn't last I literally saw a video about reverse boosting. I saw a video on it. And they basically said that after 
it, it only lasted for like two or three games. You would you would you would literally undo it after two or three games. It wasn't it didn't last. It wasn't like oh yeah reverse boost and then you'll have a whole night of of great experience and great games. Nope, not true. reverse boosting lasts for like two or three games maybe session joining no I'm not going to play on give me god of war no my first gameplay I always play I always play on normal hmm I saw it. The devs seem really anxious uh, to put the game into the wild. I mean, as far as session joining goes, I mean, I you could you could maybe continually keep yourself in the lower thresholds. Just basically have a second account that's garbage, and you always join them. But I don't know. Whenever I play with players who are really good. I feel like those really good players, they end up dragging me into lobbies I don't want to go into. 1.2 to 1.6 are pretty good players. You get in 2.0 territory and you're not uh, and you're not a hardcore KD farming POS. You're reaching extremely skilled levels. I think the addition of bots on the bottom 10% is a good change as hollow judgment. I hope that means that they will loosen for the other 90 Give me God of War would not be fun for a live stream. No, it would not. Thinking normal for my first playthrough of Modern Warfare 2 was the right call. It makes the game feel like an experience rather than just another video game. Yeah, the the harder difficulties, the game can kind of trip on itself at times. Oh, they join mid-match after the lobby is started. I get it. I, I get it. 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 Right. So basically, they 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 don't get punished by it. Um, gonna be tomorrow, I think. Let me check tracking. Yeah, let me check tracking on the potential sponsor announcement. It's supposed to be, um. It's supposed to be coming today, but the way that FedEx updates their tracking is so freaking weird. Oh no, I should have it. It, it was out. It was out uh, early this morning, so I should have it end of today. So I should be able to announce it. Um, I should be able to announce it at the end of the day. So that'll be exciting. I'm sorry. I should be able to announce it tomorrow. I misspoke. I'll be able to announce it tomorrow. Um, and then I'm hoping, I'm hoping to jump on a call with another potential sponsor that if we can iron out the details, I think you guys would be really, really excited. Oh, I'm aware of that Valiant. Thank you. Can't justify 70 for COD. Don't care how good it looks as COD. Never once in my life pay full price for COD. Sure, it's crap not paying 70, but I don't, uh, I do want to get it eventually. 
trips on knives I took a really big break from COD and I think that the campaign was worth the price of admission because I also know I'm getting spec ops and raids but again it depends on where you are I for one found it to be a truly next gen first person shooter experience and once I played it on my big screen with the 120Hz mode I was like yeah this was worth the money this was worth it You haven't bought a COD game since Black Ops 1? Okay, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Never paid full price even back then. So have you not played a Call of Duty since Black Ops 1? Is that the last time you played one? Like, what's the last Call of Duty campaign you played to completion? What? what which one is it? How many times can you say COD in a comment? Right, you said it a lot. That's that's the part I'm curious about. Black Ops One. <laughs> Listen, you're you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. The last campaign that I played was Black Ops Three, and I don't even know if I played it to completion. And I I think this is probably this is the best campaign I've played. This is the best first person shooter campaign I've played. I previously gave that reward. I previously gave the award of best first person shooter campaign. I gave it to Titanfall 2. And I think this is better than that. This is this is this is I think it's amazing. I have gripes and I have quibbles. I I, I put up my review this morning. It was our it was our first talk show today. I have some gripes, I have some criticisms. I gave it like a solid 8 and a half. I was going to give it a 9 and some of the frustrations made me drop my score a bit. I'm telling you, man. The people that have taken a break from the game are enjoying it the most. It looks decent. Uh, seeing as the only reason why I'm considering it all. I would be shocked. I would honestly be shocked. I need the hazy lobby. That's right. That's right. I would be shocked if, if somebody in your situation trips, gets the game, and feels like, oh no, I wish I wouldn't have bought this, or oh, this is disappointing. Expecting someone will go pay 70 to go watch an NHL game for 70 hours and whatnot. It's all entertainment. Honestly, I think some games don't charge enough for the amount of hours and entertainment you get. Playing the game, I'm convinced they use real footage mixed with gameplay. When I was playing on my TV, my wife she asked, she's like, Are you playing? She thought it was she thought it was real life footage when I was doing the night the night vision mission. She thought it was real. She thought it was like a recording for like a cutscene. I was like, no, that's me. I'm playing, babe. Just downloaded today. I'm at the car jumping part. Loving this. Uh, first one I've played in five years. Yeah. If you've taken a break from Call of Duty, I feel like Modern Warfare 2 feels better. Now, to this, this stream is completely different. This stream was about Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking and the problems that it's bringing and why, you know, Tim the Tapman's like, I'm not even going to play the game for more than an afternoon. Man, I hate SBMM, says Eugene. He's, he's quoting here. He's being silly. I spent all my time in headquarters not playing the objective, farming kills from the edge of the map. Anytime I go into the, to a game mode where I can't do that, I get crapped on. I don't want to play these players. 3 free Ghost of Tsushima dynamic themes 
I'm sorry, what? Oh, that's for the PS4, though. I can't, I can't use those on the PS5. Yeah, those are freaking gorgeous, but I can't use them on the PS5. Hmm. I don't know why they don't let us do themes on the PS5. Way off on whoever said that. I thought it said PS5. No, it literally says three free Ghost of Tsushima PS4 dynamic themes. Yeah, I don't think you can get dynamic themes on the PS5, Sven. I don't think it's possible. IPA drinkers trying to convince you it tastes good. You know what's funny, Fuzzy? I hated IPAs until I tried some really, really good ones, and then that's all I drink now. I was like, it's it's bitter, it's gross, right? Yeah, I, I, and then I tried some good ones, and now that's all I drink. One thing I liked about the PS4 was the themes. Yeah, yeah. Had, I had a Spider-Man theme online. I loved it. It was like slightly animated when you first got to the main part. Like he would like slide in. He'd like slide in the frame. The headquarters players getting their cheeks clapped. I think what Eugene is highlighting is there are people that do that. They go into they go into OBJ modes and they pad their numbers and then they go into get other modes and they get they get ranked according to their KD. The, the video game is like, hey, you have a two KD, and they're not a two KD player. They're some trash can that goes to OBJ modes to farm easy kills. Trust me, I played against them all of the time. They would literally lose their fifth game in a row, and you know what they would say? My KD is better than you. It's like, bro, you sat in a window and launched grenades on the headquarters for the entire match and your team lost, but you think you're somehow a good player because you died less than me. You're literally playing like a no-skill coward and you're flexing about that? Like, it was always so weird. Like you're not a good player. You're literally admitting you're a bad player. If you were a good player, you would go to the games. I'm not talking to you, obviously, TJ. But it's like if you were a good player, you would go to the game modes where you. It's all about kills. You're too soft for those modes, so you come over here to headquarters and you shoot people in the back as they run to the objective, and you think that that makes you a good player. You're not a good player. You're the epitome of trash. Like, you're admitting that you're bad, basically. (laughs) You're admitting you're a bad player. And somebody that does that is basically juicing their stats to the point that when they get matched according to those stats, it's super lopsided. It's like, well, you aren't really a 2KD player. You basically cheesed your stats in an OBJ mode and and if and if you were a legit 2KD player it you know playing against other people that are 2KDs wouldn't be that big of a deal. Now that's not true of all people that don't like skill-based matchmaking.
All right, I'm setting up the members stream. Um, if you guys are not a member, you can become a member for five bucks a month, and that way you don't miss out on the extra content. And uh, we didn't do a members only stream yesterday, so we're definitely going to do one today. Uh, this Friday night, we'll probably be doing a community game night in Call of Duty. Like the closer we've gotten to it, the more that Star Wars watch party just sounds like a, we can't do it. We have to push it. Uh, so, plus, I'd like to get the membership to bounce back a little bit. The membership dropped significantly. We're in like the 1600s now. So, celebrating 2,000 members with a watch party, and when we don't even have that, feels like a backward step. So, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can't get members to bounce back a little bit, uh, and then doing a members only show for on a night when COD drops is probably a really bad idea. So, I'm gonna put a link in chat. Uh, just in the event that like redirect doesn't work for you guys sometimes redirect uh, doesn't work and I'll make sure this is a featured video on the channel as well don't forget to support the new um, don't forget to support the new first look channel the big channel where we were doing first looks it just it just what it's just not gonna work for what we're trying to do so we're having to relaunch that channel sometime this week we will probably um, redirect over to a new video over there and then come back here for members just to get that channel to a thousand subs so if you're not going to come with us to members because you're not a member or you guys want to do a pit stop there's a link to the the new channel in the in the chat right now if you want to go throw a sub over there we need a thousand subs and we need the watch hours to turn on monetization and that channel will start to uh It'll start to perform a lot better. So I'm going to start the members only stream now. If you don't want to ride redirect, there's a link to the YouTube video in chat. There's also a link to the new uh, thing. It was 2000 last month. Yeah, I'm not going to take it away, Vengeance. I'm not going to take it away. But it just seems like a really bad idea to do a 2000 member celebration when we're, we've dropped so much in members and do it on the day that COD launches like we'll probably just do a community we'll do a member stream that night we'll probably just do a community game night instead we'll all just play COD together because nobody's going to want to tune in for the Star Wars watch party the day that COD launches that's kind of the point that I'm making hey thanks for clicking on this this is another members only stream we didn't do one on Monday we try to do one of these every single day but we finished the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign and it pushed us late so we weren't able to do the members only stream so thank you so much for being a member Uh, a lot of membership fell off Uh, we're actually down to about 1600 members from the record of like 3000 because those were gifted and we hope some of those gifteds jump back in and uh, we are we are gonna push the Star Wars watch party back I think one week because Call of Duty launches this week on Friday so those of you that were looking forward to that um, we may consider doing it on a Saturday as well because I feel like way more people could tune in on a Saturday so we may push it back by one week and then actually do it on a Saturday instead because that seems to be an easier night for people to tune in. I'm going to end the previous stream about Modern Warfare 2 skill-based matchmaking and bring everybody with us.